Support for Dipping Milk and Cookies is brought to you by A Gentleman's Outlook. Alright, welcome to another awesome episode of Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and yep, you guessed it, microphones. Guys, I am your host, Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith, with me as always, my partner in crime, one of the besties, OGs, Mr. Michael, the Master Milker, Segovia. Good, man. How are you? Uh, hungry. <laughs> That's what I am right now. I'm hungry. It's all right. We'll wrap this episode up, and I'll head home, and I'm going to make myself some hamburger helper. I'm going to eat the whole fucking thing like a fat boy. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that either, because I, in America, our portions are way out of whack compared America. to the world. <laughs> and portion? so, What's like, a portion? <laughs> to me, a portion is... <clears throat> A box of hamburger helper. Yeah. The full pound of meat, all the noodles, the fixings, all that stuff. Like I can eat that myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's really go- what's really going on here, you know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Are we too big, or is the rest of the world too small? I think it's. Uh, I think we're too big. <laughs> I think we're too big. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to be here. Good to be back. Oh, excuse me. Man, so much soda. Uh, so yeah, let's just jump right into it here. Um, would you rather, would you, now you've watched all the Harry Potter movies, right? It's funny you say that. Uh, last night we started watching, I, I mean, I've seen majority of okay. like percentage of like all the movies. I'd say if I was to sit down through one through nine, I've seen probably a good 80 to 90% of the bulk, the, the entirety. Yeah. Okay. But that's what we're doing tonight is part two. We're going to do the number Death two Hallows and three. No, we're doing the oh, second the, the movie. Yeah, oh, we watched okay, Sorcerer's right. Stone last night. Tonight so we're going to watch two got, and three. Um, Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Goblet of Fire. The Order of Phoenix. Order of Phoenix. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good question in and of itself. What's Breakfast that? at Tiffany's. <laughs> Harry Potter. It's Harry like Potter. Uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, the Goblet of Fire. Um, I better answer these before Jenny gets here. She'll be so mad. She was doing that when we were watching a movie. Oh, it's Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and then The Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. Yeah, we it's watched... Only eight <laughs> movies. Oh, it's only eight? Mm-hmm. I didn't get that right. Are they just eating? No, they're... I don't know. Fucking with your stuff in there? Goddamn cats! Again! Get... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. You just hear him to get, get, get off my shit. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, would you rather live in the Harry Potter universe with no powers or be a Death Eater? I like the crickets. <laughs> it really adds to the pause. I, in the I wonder if that's going to get picked up on my shit. Yeah. Be great. Uh, so to be a muggle or a Death Eater? No, 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 no. You'd have no powers. That's... That's uh, non-magic folk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Duh. Yeah. It's been a while, bro. And I only watched them once. That's all right. I just know that because I watched the first one last night. <laughs> right, exactly, and Hagrid bitch. said it yeah, right away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> um, 
I mean, to be a muggle man, just to be a, a non-magic person living in the wizard world, I think would still be, that'd be like living in Middle Earth. That'd be like being a hobbit and being friends with Gandalf and all the craziness going on around you, but in a different realm because this is like wizards and, you know, animals and spells and stuff. You know, I'd much rather be, um, how do I put this? I feel like if you're going to live in a crazy-ass wizarding world, uh, you're just that, that extra in the background. Yeah. So, like, when the fucking fight breaks off and you're just, like, you're just going to get a loaf of bread and they fucking destroy the building. Yeah, and you're the guy the scaffolding falls shit. on. <laughs> don't even have a name tag. <laughs> just, just fall down. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that guy. So, I'm going to go ahead and pick Death Eater because, I mean, those guys are badass. They're creepy as fuck. And they'll fucking suck soul right out of your shit. So, yeah. I'm picking Death It's like a bong rip. Yep. (laughs) Draws like a pencil. (laughs) Um, Would you rather go without deodorant the day you meet your celebrity crush or run into them when you just rolled out of bed? Just rolled out of bed? Mm. I'm going to have to go with the deodorant, without deodorant for the day. Because, again... I know I take showers and I clean myself and I put on lotion and like I make myself smell good when I get out of the bathroom. It's kind of the whole point. Yeah. So as long as it's not like a super labor intensive day, I was I moved the machine shop earlier. It has a little there's a little ripe to it, but it's not as fucking bad like as one would think. What kind of soap do you use? Uh, Irish Spring, just you know the two in one. Irish Spring, yep. It's uh, it's kind of messed up. Uh, you don't use a gentleman outlook soap products oh well no 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 you said body like soap or yeah i use yeah. body wash yeah, I you use, can't no, backpedal no no no, no 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 i use body it's wash i use the gentleman's outlook stuff for my beard that's what i use that stuff for and the little the little fucking things i can throw in the shower the steamers yeah he doesn't yeah. do those anymore really yeah Ooh, i still got some left <laughs> but again i have to say when I'm taking a shower, I always I use a body wash. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. Send me some, you know, fucking. I, well, you sent me soap. Yeah, never mind. You bought soap and you gave. Did you give I, me any of the soap? Yeah, I I gave you like a bar or two, but that was hmm. earlier in the year. Hmm. I have some more. I have to find them because I was actually looking for mine last night. I have I have like a dozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't bought anything in a while just because I have so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You was gonna say you bought out like basically the, all the product that like first run out. Yeah, like last Christmas, I I tried to buy everything that he had because I, I put it for gift packages and yeah, it's a good idea. It's I mean it is quality product. That's not just like a plug, but that's like a real actually. Mm-hmm. It's a quality product. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see here. Oh, but my reason for rolling out of bed and oh, yeah, yeah, is because when I pop out, all right, if I know I'm gonna run, we'll just say the gas station right quick. I quick brush my teeth and I just you know comb my hair. My hair is so feathery and light that it looks you know. Fabulous all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> so I think rolling up there and just kind of looking scrubby because you see a lot of them like that. You know, their photos taken, no makeup, or the classic Ben Affleck standing outside smoking a cigarette, just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you look after you punch a kid at Chuck E. Cheese when the cops <laughs> <to> come? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's awesome because, yeah, that totally fits. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to jail. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, keep going. But I just feel uh, seeing somebody just who's as they are, it 
it makes it easier to trust them, mm-hmm. you know, instead of... Yeah, you're vulnerable. Yeah, I, you know, obviously, okay, if, like, say, Jason Momoa was at Speedway and I saw him and That's he was like... Crush? No. Mm-hmm. It was just a guy I just thought of because the guy I was watching Aquaman the other day. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, made me lose track of what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> but if, like, he was staying <laughs> around, you know, Momoa's he was just at dawn. a hotel or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Aquaman. <laughs> Uh, uh, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, you fucking um, nerd. But if he was just staying near you and he was just, you know, around looking like a bum, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be drawn to him. You might catch him like, that looks like Jason Momoa. I'm not going to bother him because if it's mm-hmm. not, I'm going to feel like an asshole. But if he's dressed up, like, that's fucking Jason Momoa, that dude. That's Momoa. That's, yeah. <laughs> he must work out. It feels more personable. <laughs> Yeah, I, me personally, dude, I have to do the no deodorant because, like I said before, I'm really not that stinky of a dude to begin with. But, like, me personally, when I get out of bed in the morning, like, I can't take – I can't do anything until I brush my fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just – I'm super-duper self-conscious about my uh, about my, my breath. And, like, I know that I have a fucking cracked tooth back here that, it, you know, it, it, my breath can be a little fucking raunchy in the morning. So I would not want to roll out of bed and then – See fucking Elizabeth Olsen or fucking Jennifer Lawrence just like walking down the street, just like, hey, Garrett, where's that dick? And it's just like, oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> no, can't have that. So I'd, I'd much rather risk the uh, the stinky pits than the, the bad breath on that one. Um, That's funny how that played out. I talked about running into Momo at the gas station, just saying, hey, what's up? And you said, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, what's up, the dick? Like, there's a. A boy can dream, all right? That's just such a wild spectrum to go from there. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what's next? Um, let's see here. Would you rather sing your favorite song all by yourself in front of an arena full of people or just in front of the original artist? Just in front of the original artist. Yeah, because that's the only time I would do that. Yeah. I wouldn't go in front of a arena, you know, seventy, eighty, hundred thousand fucking people there to sing a song that I already know I can't sing. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. if I'm hanging out with Justin Timberlake, and it's just like bringing sexy back pops up on the on the speakers at the club. Well, yeah, I, I'm having some drinks with Justin. You, mm-hmm. what do you think is gonna <laughs> happen? <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen, dude? <laughs> it's my dick in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I would definitely pick in front of the original artist, also for sure, for sure. Uh, would you rather own a car with a horn that plays YMCA every time you touch it, or own a car with your kid's favorite cartoon painted on the side? Uh, the car, the painting. Hmm. Because I, I mean, that's just annoying. That hit. would be the most obnoxious horn. Yeah. Right, and it's just like just the one tap. Does it play a fifteen like second loop? Like, yeah. I don't want yeah, that because yeah. there's some people that are just like, bum, 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 bum. and then does that create like a forty five second loop of that <laughs> I song? Not, you know? I like, hope not. I hope not. I'll take the painting because uh, my kids' show has changed often. So, you know, one week she likes DC Titans, and the mm-hmm. last week. Lincoln was watching uh, Spidey and Friends with uh, mm-hmm. was it Miles Morales, mm-hmm. Peter yeah. Parker, then Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. I, I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather? Now, would you rather have a backstage pass to see your favorite artist or a ticket to a movie premiere with your favorite actor? 
You said a backstage pass? Mm-hmm. Am I hanging out with this band, or am I, I just... I would imagine We're so, just kind of, like, in the big room together. Well, I mean, yeah, you're backstage. But I'm not you're not like, getting in the fucking green room. Uh, then I would go to the movie with the actor. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I would pick that, too, just because, like... And I'm not saying that we're fucking anything anywhere near that big. We're like, <laughs> you need backstage passes to my show. But, like, having been in that situation before, like, it's nothing really... Well, it would be new if it were like a big, huge band, but I think I would definitely still want to go to the movie premiere with. Uh, yeah, again, I think it's more personal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you're going to just say the that uh, Shang Chi ten, yeah. ten, ten Ring movie, rings, like yeah. go with him to that'd be that'd be a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it would also be really I don't know cool. Who the fuck that guy is? So I don't he's Definitely not my favorite actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about going to see like fucking Toy Story 12 with Tom Hanks or something. You know, that would be tight. If I can go with Tim Allen, you know, that'd be fucking, I would, Tim Allen's not my favorite actor either. I actually don't know who my favorite actor is. There's so many out there and there's so many out there. They're just so good, you know, but I, I gotta say Tom Hanks is definitely on, on the list for sure. That dude has just done so many of my favorite movies, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think it would be something like that too, for me, like somebody who's been around for a while, like, uh, like Nicolas Cage, I really enjoy dude. a lot of movies he does. Man, <clears throat> I know he kind of fell off for yeah, a while. Movies that he some, did. <laughs> some stuff that uh, you know was going on. He's kind of making like a little appearances here and there and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, give him an A for effort. You know, stuff like that. Even like Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just dude, any, there's so many of them. Yeah, there's, there's so there's, many. It's it's a hard question to ask, answer rather. Yeah. Uh, would you rather sell all your possessions and hit the road in an RV or have everything you want at your fingertips and never be able to travel? That's a good one. You already know my answer because <laughs> I'm kind of doing one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good one because t- I, uh, truthfully, that is something I would really like to do would be to just go on the road with Jenny once the kids are older. Mm-hmm. But it's also another like dream to to have my house and have everything that I want and at the dome don't, style, man. You yeah, don't need to leave. Don't have I don't to go need to do leave, anything. Man. I got like, everything I need exactly right here. Right here. I, I I would like to sightsee and see stuff, but Yeah. You know, that's Yeah. I you know, again I feel I'm, safe and comfortable when I'm at home. Yeah, well of course you're at home. Uh and don't get me wrong, like that's awesome. That would be sick. You know, I like I I think of your dad. When I like ask this question, because like your dad up north with his property and everything, like I don't see him venturing out uh, very much, you know. And like that's cool. I envy that to have that solitude, that literal fortress of solitude. Where like I don't need to go anywhere. I have everything I need right here. And uh, yeah, I'm chilling, man. Uh, If you come on my property, though, you better fucking state your business pretty quick, and it better be good, otherwise you're gonna get shot. But at the same time. Now, if that question was changed from just limiting or being limited to an RV, where I could just I could take any travel means to to travel, I think I would go that route then, because uh, I'm not really necessarily uh, limited to just America, Canada. Because I well, I can't even go to Canada, mm-hmm. um, but like Mexico, yeah, yeah. now like there's much to go down there for, mm. you know. Like stick drive, to, stick to the bottled water. <laughs> if you just drive through Mexico, get down to South America, it's more of the same. <laughs> just oh, maybe a li- I feel like a little be bit a little better. Bit more, yeah, I feel like it'd be a little bit more of a better experience going to like South America opposed to Mexico because like Mexico is just fucking barren waste. I, I, you know, unless you're on the resort and then it's just like, dude, why are you even going to Mexico? You can go to fucking Florida and do the same goddamn thing for a third of the price. You can see it across the right, way. Right, so you can see. 
that's where you came from. You can see the sand right. line there, buddy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, no, fuck that noise. I um, think people don't give South America as much credit as they should <coughs> for like its beauty. Oh, no, yeah, and, absolutely. And actually, some of the cities, like the food, it's uh, J- Jason. He went down there. Uh, oh yeah, with uh, Jason Maria. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that kind of stuff. That mm-hmm. if you don't have kids, that's a piece of advice I give you. If you don't have kids, and if you're not trying to start your family young, fucking go travel. Yeah, definitely 100%. just go travel. See, that's Tra- what I'm saying. Like me personally, with the band and everything, like that's always been a dream. It's just a tour, sure. tour nationally with the band. Eventually, internationally, it'll stretch. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. But like. The whole idea is just like traveling, dude. Just traveling. I want to see more than what I've seen already. Like just yeah. that little trip from Indiana to to New or uh, to Toledo. Yeah. Like, bro, that's me and Marcus were laughing about it on the bus. Like, this is the furthest east I've ever come into the fucking United States. You know? Well, no, I went to the I went to Key Largo, and that's further east than Toledo. But like, as far as the upper northeast, yeah. like, yeah, I've same never for been, me. I've, I've never, never been... been over there. So like. I'm going to be super excited when we hit New York, you know, eventually. Because, like, I know eventually that big loop that we originally had planned. Yeah. That shit's going to come to fruition before I know it, before we know it. And it's going to be fucking tight. Uh, but, yeah, you know, traveling, dude. And like you said, if you don't got kids, man, get out and see the fucking world. And, like, even though, again, it's just our our country, you know, that's our country. A, I've, I've never seen the whole 50, United, you know, 50 states of the United States. Dude. There's a lot to the United States that, dude. I mean... It's all depending on what type of beauty you're looking for, mm. but the United States does have almost all of it. Yeah. We, we don't have, you know, the the castles from the the Dark Ages yeah, and stuff. No, but no. there's there's other things like natural history and beauty yeah, that are yeah. just yeah, bar none mm-hmm. can compare. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, obviously you know what I'm picking there. Um, 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 would you rather have psychic powers or the ability to remember every fact you learn? Psychic powers. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> no-brainer, for sure. Because you're just going to be Rain Man with all your facts. <laughs> exactly. But if you have psychic powers... Tap it away. Just like, I can just read your head. I can read that's your just, mind. Yeah, it's a vague <laughs> statement. You yeah. have psychic powers. Do yeah. you know what that entails? Like, yeah. There's a lot. Telepathy. Uh, what's the other one? Telekinesis, Telekinesis levitation. Yeah, like man. you dude. level up your brain, dude. You're just yeah, yeah. Probably teleportation too. Yeah. Mind bullets, kill a yak. <laughs> from what is it? From two hundred yards away. <laughs> With mind bullets. That's telekinesis, Kyle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Wonder Boy and Nasty Man. Such a great underrated tune. Oh my god. Hell yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Would you rather lose a finger or have a headache every day for the rest of your life? Um well probably probably just lose the finger. Mm -hmm. I mean you can take this one right here. This is the only one that you can have. Like I know for sure because I'm a guitar player. It's the one that I don't need. <laughs> the other ones, I need the pinky for the palm mute and these two, these three for like holding the pick. And obviously, I need all of them on my left hand. So, yeah, let's cut that one out because, yeah, I'm not having a headache every fucking day. No way. No way in hell. No way, no how. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. I have headaches every once in a while, and it's just like, oh, my God, dude, just kill me. 
Cause like I like I said, I don't get them that often, but when I do, they're like fucking debilitating, dude. Like, ugh, they're they're really they're really gnarly. What would you pick? For a headache. <laughs> really? Or I'm no, I I did say the figure. Oh. I was gonna say the headache would suck because it's just a a mind numbing daily thing. That mm-hmm. I mean, the finger you get used to that. No. Would you rather take unlimited plane trips in a middle class seat or one a year in the most extravagant first class cabin? More is better, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I yeah. I can go anywhere I want, middle right. class. I don't fucking right, care. Right, dude. Oh my god, Segura though. He's got that bit about getting bumped up. He's just like, I'm a I'm a performer, I'm the touring comedian, you know, like comedian. I'm on airplanes every week. Every week. Every once in a while you get that you get that bump up. You know, I usually buy coach tickets. But every once in a while, you get bumped up to first class. You're like, hell yeah. Like you sit, you sit down up there, and it's like everybody around you is just like, by the way, you, you can sit up here. We fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy the ticket. We know. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, man, I dare one of you guys from coach try to come up to first class and use our bathroom. I'll put my hand on your chest. <laughs> There's a pig trough in the back for you, poor ass fuckers. <laughs> Uh, ugh, dude, don't come up here. <laughs> don't touch me. Oh, fuck, that's great. Uh, but yeah, definitely more, you know, quantity over quality for sure. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Time? Yeah, that's good. That's good for questions of the week. Let's uh, let's take a quick sponsor break and we will move into our next segment, y'all. They've also taken a step further than their competitors by using an all eco-friendly packaging with all of their products. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their entire order with the code DMC15. No matter your preferred style, every man has the ability to be a gentleman. A gentleman's outlook only uses USDA organic ingredients in their handmade soaps, beard balms, lip balms, and solid cologne. Be sure to swing by a gentleman'soutlook.com to order now. Welcome to Along the Ride, the podcast made for, of, and by musicians. But no worries if you're not a musician, there's plenty of room on the bus. Join your hosts, well, me, Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith, guitar player for Milwaukee metal band Reflection of Flesh, and co-host of the podcast Dipping Milk and Cookies, while I get to sit down with some of the biggest names in the underground, local, and national scene. And the coolest thing about it is this podcast will be brought to you exclusively from the road, which should provide a pretty unique insight as to life on the road as a touring musician. So guys, grab a friend, bring some beer, and let's see how crazy things can get along the ride. And here you go. (laughs) Moving into our next segment. Mike, what's this one? Our friendly neighborhood. The Six Pass. Right, so how the six pack works mike and i come into this weekly in the blind we use questions either generated by the listeners you guys or questions we come up with ourselves but we ask each other our top six favorite anything and everything possible so mike uh would you like to go first this week in fact you know what i know you went first last week mm-hmm. uh give me a second because i need to find a question <laughs> so ask me yours first <clears throat> all right what are your Top six ingredients that you would put in chili. Mm, well, I am uh, 
I'm pretty particular when it comes to my chili just because my mom, my mom kind of brainwashed me with hers. And obviously, you know, mom's cooking is always going to be mm-hmm. the best over everybody else's. But I've eaten some pretty good goddamn chilies in my day. Dude, that chili that we made that one day, holy hell. I see that picture pop up on my memories every year and it's just like, fuck, I missed that day. Because <laughs> that chili was obnoxious, bro. kind of what like, made me think about the question. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you got to have fucking ground beef. You got to have meat in there. Some kind of meat. I mean, shit, we did beef tips in ours, and that was fucking fire. So good. So uh, so you need some side, some, ooh, excuse me, some sort of meat. Ground beef, beef tips, some sort of beef. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have a good a good spice. It doesn't even really matter what kind of spice it is, but it has to be like that. that I don't want to say cayenne, but it has to have that bite. Mm-hmm. Just enough where you can kind of control the heat through the spice. So you got to have a good spice of some sort. I mean, diced tomatoes, absolutely mandatory for a chili. People are, you know, they're real quick to be like, oh, you should put noodles in your chili or rice in your chili. You're fucking communist. And no, we're not doing any of that. None of that. No rice, no fucking noodles. That's just, not that's enough fucking, rice. Not enough rice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, no, we're not doing that fucking white people bullshit. No, no, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, beef, a good spice, tomatoes. I mean, uh, the, the stuff that go into the chili com- uh, as opposed to like the stuff you put on the chili. Can I Wh- count Whichever. That? Yeah. Okay. Well then, I mean, obviously you got to have a good maz, a good, <clears throat> a good kind of cheese. It doesn't have to be necessarily mozzarella, but mm-hmm. like. A good mozzarella is usually preferred for for a good chili. Um, I mean, uh, fucking pinto beans. You got to have pinto beans in there for sure. Give it the real body because it can't all be fucking beef. You know, it can be, but it'd be super unhealthy. Uh, it's already super unhealthy. But <laughs> <laughs> you're eating a bowl of fucking grease, essentially. It's flavored grease. Um, so what is that, four? No, I think that was five. That was five. Yeah, that was five. Uh, and then last but not least, if you want to get crazy, again, I'm a little bit more of a purist, but every once in a while, I like feeling a little splashy. Throw some fucking, uh, some, uh, what are those crackers? The, the oysters? Oyster crackers. Yep, yep, yep. Gotta I figured that was going to be the last one. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big one for a lot of it's people. It's a staple. Mm-hmm. It's a staple. But I can go without it, though. That's the thing. Yeah. It depends on, like, the mood I'm in when I'm eating my chili. I think, it for me, it depends on if it... If it's runny. Cause, yeah, because, like, chili's not watery. No, it's supposed to be thick. So like if it's like a paste got almost. a little bit of a, a, a liquidy to it, yeah, that's the, when I definitely will toss yeah, in the, the crackers to yep, yep. yep, yep. All right, all right. So yeah, there's my six pack. Yours, and I got a good question. Yeah. Um, I need you to give me your top six favorite people that you've met in your lifetime. Could be, you know, a celebrity. Could be just a guy you met at the gas station. Top six favorite people I've met in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not to be obvious, but my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Little miniature versions of yourself, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you sound like he already broke out of the door. Say, yeah. Speak it up. It sounds like somebody's about to come out here. <laughs> Jenny must have shut the door. He's fucking. Ah. How dare you? <laughs> So I just don't get it. It's just like, you know, I'm oh, doing this. Why fuck. can't you just watch them? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so anyways, your kids, <clears throat> children. That's nice. It's a good start. 
I would say you as well because, you know, like you had mentioned on the other episode about just having an issue and then kind of getting over it. You know, there's a handful of people that I can actually maybe have an altercation like that with and then kind of, okay, you'll move on. Because mm-hmm. there's... There's not a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you being pointless. one of them. It's pointless, you know, fucking argument. Yeah. It's really it, dumb. It's fucking dumb. I overreacted. You overreacted in in response, in kind. And then I said, okay, <clears throat> my bad. I'll be recording tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know. Like, right. Let's keep moving. Let's it, it takes It takes a lot for me because I there's a hand, not a hand, but there's like a lot of people that I I don't care whatever happens to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But so f- other favorite people. Um, I don't know, man. I think Tim from Alfonso's because he, in the, the three years that I've worked with him, I've seen him do a lot with very little. And I've mm-hmm. seen him show the resiliency to, to still keep things going in the times of, crisis and facing the adversity that he's faced and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. timelines and everything that he's gone through, I think has shown me that no matter what I'm going through right now, that there's still always the the opportunity to to crawl out of it and to to make the lemons that life gives me into lemonade. So I I think that would be Tim. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's three halfway home. Um, Give me a celebrity. I know you've met a celebrity in your fucking lifetime. Uh, Davey Nelson. I met Davey Nelson with Anthony mm-hmm. at the Brewers game. Mm-hmm. That was that was big for me because fucking Craig Kishan. Mm-hmm. Just just seeing these guys that you watch on TV. You know, it's all it's the time. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You, um, bump, you bump elbows with him. You're like, oh hey, no shit. Another guy would be. Uh, I, I haven't met him in person, and we were going to interview him, but uh, Ryan Horvat. Uh, he was on 1250. I listened to him a lot. He was kind of one of the guys that, with how he was, he kind of helped get my gears turning, thinking, like, I I could do this. Mm-hmm. I, I just have to. I mean, he's got experience, and I know in time when I'm better at it, I'll I'll feel more comfortable and sure be able to do bigger projects. Yeah. Um, but just with what he's doing, like going from local radio station here in town to – being on MLB Network to being on, he, he moved to work for his new job for uh, MGM Bets. Mm-hmm. So like he's putting out sports lines and stuff. And, you know, like I, I think that's really cool because he's somebody that like he lived right down the road. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that that's cool. Um, I know I've met somebody else that. Celebrity wise, I'm trying to think. You had to throw one in there. You don't have to keep going with celebrities. <laughs> I just wanted one in there. Um, Everybody's met one celebrity. At least I should fucking hope so. Let's see. I think I need one more. Mm-hmm. I think for my last person. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. Can you repeat it again? It was people. That I've met that I your top six favorite person you've ever met. Okay, I was trying to. Th- I couldn't remember if it was somebody I had interaction with or just okay, somebody that I've just met. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> as weird as it'll sound, I'm I'm gonna 
I'm going to say uh, Deborah. Holy shit. All right. Because. You know, I can actually get behind that. Because she. She could have fucked us yeah, so bad, bro. She was so bad. She was very. There's just no way to really describe, like, what she could have done and what she knew. She could have fucking ruined our lives. Yeah, she. And I think <laughs> that's why she's one of my favorites because she gave, she kept giving me those opportunities to yeah. like, yeah. and then eventually got to a point where she's like, okay, guys, you're someone else's problem now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just to fill everybody in, Deborah Deborah O'Connell was our was our PO <laughs> back in the day when me and Mike were both naughty boys. Uh, and yeah, there was it was me and the master milker in our fucking prime in our twenties, like just turned twenty one kind of shit. Yep. And we're both on extended supervision, and we're both living together, and we're both acting a fool, and she's be over to both of us. Oh fucking hell, yeah, dude, she could have fucked she could have fucked me in a big way, hundred percent. She could have fucked both of us in yeah. a really big, not a good way. <laughs> no, and I think that. Yeah, that remember, did yeah. that's a good one shape up uh, a lot of things Hell that yeah. turned out to where they are today she really put shit in perspective for me like when like when i was coming down to the wire and she was like she fucking pulled out the fucking file like she pulled this thing out poof, slapped it on the desk and was just like this is the case that we've been building against you for the last five and a half years <sighs> so garrett i like you i know you're a good kid i'm just telling you right now if you mess up again you're going back to prison, and not for a small amount of time. So it's going to be on you, man. It's all, it's all on you. And at that point, that's when I was like, all right, tunnel vision to the end of this fucking, to the end of this extended supervision. I got to get off this shit because, yeah. yeah, if I fuck up again, I'm going back, and I, I can't have that. So, yeah, thank you, Deborah. Uh, that's a good answer. That was a good answer. It sucked, no doubt, no doubt. She's a real buzzkill. <laughs> but she but you need those. Uh, I'm not saying everybody go get on probation. No, but, you no, know, no, 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 no. Uh, when there's somebody that's that actual authoritative figure in your, your fucking way that you have to listen to, uh, it opens that up isn't, doors. It also isn't like on a fucking ego trip and a power trip, you know, because a lot of those POs, man, that's, are, that's yeah. their fucking MO is they're like, I'm your God for the next five years yeah. kind of thing. Deborah was like very straightforward. She's like, I really, I don't give a fuck. She, I really don't. Like, I want you to do well and I want you to make my life easy. So that's, that's essentially all it came down to. She's yeah. just like, just don't be an asshole. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't do what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and we'll be all right. Yeah, Show basically, up. that yeah. was it. That was it. I mean, she gave you uh, an inch, and if you took that mile, then Ooh, yeah, you were gonna fucking feel. You it. would know about it. You're, yeah, you were gonna feel it for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, nice. That was a good one. Uh, and there's your six pack for the week, you guys. Uh, let's keep this rig fucking a rolling and move swiftly into what is becoming one of my favorite segments: the Master Milker's mysterious mysterious. Alrighty, so how the Master Milker's Mysterious Mystery segment works. Uh, the Master Milker here, he is really, really into anything paranormal activity related, UFO related, conspiracy theory related, anything of the sort. Mike is fucking balls deep in it. So uh, we wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity to showcase this little freak flag. We wanted to make sure that little fucker could fly. So, Mike, what do we got this week? Good buddy. Robert the Doll. We mentioned him a little bit last week. <laughs> 
just got a good look at this little son of a bitch, and yeah, it looks evil as fuck. Are you on uh, the website, or are you just seeing a picture on the... I'm just seeing a picture right now, but I will go to the website. Let me get this going here. The one that I'm on is uh, ghostsandgravestones.com. Yep, that's the top result, yep. (coughs) All right. Oh, God, he looks creepy. Um, if you wouldn't mind, because you are a better reader than I am, can you read the be- just the section that's the beginning? The beginning. The yeah. story of Robert the Doll dates back to the early 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a one-of-a-kind handmade doll by a servant that worked for his parents in his home. That's a run-on sentence if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Eugene, who everyone called Gene, named the doll Robert and quickly became attached to his new friend. The home where Eugene lived, now called the Artist's House... Uh, is located at 534 Eaton Street and was built between 1890 and 1898. It was here that Eugene was given Robert the Doll and where a friendship that lasted throughout his lifetime and beyond was forged. While he seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, it wasn't long before Robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events. Typical. The first hint that something out of the ordinary was happening was one night when Gene was only 10 years old awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed staring at him. <laughs> get that, get him up, get him out. Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. Jean cried for help, begging his mother to rescue him. When she finally was able to wrench the locked door open, she saw poor Jean curled up in fear on his bed, his room in shambles, and Robert the doll sitting at the foot of the bed. Robert did it were the only words Jean could get out. The same words he would later use many times throughout his childhood when something strange, mysterious, or destructive would happen. Ooh, that's fucking terrifying, dude. Everybody, and we were talking about it like uh, everybody knows Annabelle. Everybody knows Annabelle. Mm-hmm. That bitch is too mainstream <clears throat> now. But this Robert the Doll, like you said, this was supposed to be the the inspiration for, for the child's, child's play, play for Chucky. Like, mm-hmm. dude, and Chucky's a bad mother. I bet Chucky will fuck up Annabelle any day of the week. Yeah, so Anything. that was another thing that I was looking up, like a list of the some of the most haunted dolls, mm-hmm. and of course Annabelle is on there. Yeah, Robert Doll's the on there. The uh, there's another one that's called Lily, who I never heard of, and I'll give you this link too. It's on MiamiHaunts.com, and it's you know it's got an article. It gives you you know the, where their location is. Uh, I, the location I'm going to assume is where it took place or where it was first. Uh, mentioned because mm-hmm. I don't believe Annabelle is still in Monroe, Connecticut anymore. I, th- I believe she is in Zach's possession because Ed and Lorraine Warren had Annabelle, mm-hmm. and I believe Zach got uh, Annabelle from them after they, or either before or after Why they. Why would passed. you want them? <clears throat> Why would you want them? Well, that's his thing. Is uh, he's got that museum in Vegas, you know, for his people to come and check yeah, out. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's he collects them, and his his theory i guess is to have all of them in the one space that's you know blessed and there's mm-hmm. things to keep them in places that it's better that way opposed to them randomly in different places throughout the world causing havoc on other people mm-hmm. um there was there was a show that he had him on the deadly possessions and he so there's a woman that's his caretaker there's a woman that actually takes care of this doll mm-hmm. and treats it like a child uh, people have to ask permission to take pictures with Such it. Such a fucking horrible idea, people. <clears throat> what is going on? And again, that kind of feeds into the what I was talking about in the last episode about when you start believing in these things, you create that energy that these things need to live. 
if that's even how it really works. Because as a believer, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I, I believe in these it, things, man. but I don't know it's exactly. Just like uh, fucking Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. He only goes stronger when people start talking about him. Right. When people start remembering who he was, that's when he's like, oh yeah. Yep. His fucking show is prime time, bitch. <laughs> and that's that's what I think is happening oh, with bitch. a lot of these dolls. Um, because there was the I just saw it on here one sec. The reason why he's possessed, uh, well, the reason it's believed that Robert's possessed is that. The person who originally gave him to Gene was a servant who worked for his parents. And the woman was supposedly mistreated by her bosses. And to punish them, it's believed that she put a curse on the doll with voodoo and black magic. So, I mean, that's a lot already that if that's what really happened mm-hmm. with Robert. Oh, sorry, I got like indigestion. A couple of sodas. Oh, sorry. Bro, that's crazy. <clears throat> what? Oh, Kiku. Oh, yeah, the other doll, the... Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, read that one. According to contemporary Japanese myth, in 1918, (laughs) a teen teen named Aikichi Suzuki bought a large doll from Hokkaido, Providence, for his younger sister, Akiku. The two became inseparable, and Akiku gave the doll her own name. At about 40 centimeters tall and draped in a classical kimono, the doll was lovely. Its hair was raven black and trimmed to roughly shoulder length in a traditional Akapa hairstyle. Her eyes were penetrating coals that seemed to consume everything up in their gaze. The thing was mesmerizing and spellbinding, something to take your breath away. A couple of years later, Okoku died. Her family came to believe that Okoku's ghost was occupying the doll. The thing would move around and even more harrowing. Okay, maybe not as much. But hey, that doll is moving. Its hair was growing. That's fucking wild. The doll now resides in a special shrine in Manaji, uh, Mananji Temple in Hokkaido. The priests of the temple regularly cut a cuckoo's still growing hair. That's fucking creepy, dog. What the fuck? So, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? If that's for real, they just told you. How? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, bro. That's the creepiest fucking thing. Get it up and get it the fuck out. Burn it. I don't care what you do, man. But see, that's the yeah. Then the you release the spirit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking so that's lock why. It up, then get it out of here. That's why they have it in the temple. I want to buy no. And fuck that. The I priest buy the regularly biggest, thickest fucking safe that we can find, <laughs> and I want to bury it thirty feet down after we put them shits in there. And nobody, I'm not gonna tell. Nobody's gonna know where it goes either. Whoever fucking buries that thing, where'd you? We're gonna shoot him right there on the spot. So then it's just lost forever. So, did you ever see this show called Warehouse 13 on Sci-Fi Channel? It was Negative. probably like a decade ago. That I think like, I remember you watching that. I show. did. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, it was like the same thing. You know, yeah. find artifacts. And yep. Yep. Putting I, them away. I remember it. I remember it. I, In fact, you know what? I think I did watch some of it with you. <laughs> I think I did. Now that you're thinking, now I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's a classic, uh, you know, sci-fi type show mm-hmm. with the graphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the idea is exactly what you had mentioned, and yeah. you know that's. The Men in Black, all those things. Mm-hmm. There's, there's other stuff out there that's maybe not a doll, but it could be uh, emerald elephant tusk or something. You know, there's God, some weird shit out there. Cocksuckers in the U.S. Which Robert one? the Dolls in Key West. Yeah, yeah. Get it the fuck out of he here. He was just in Vegas with Zach. Oh, you were just saying that. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that man. Yeah, he's in. Key West. They have him on display, you I guess. Know, you know, I'll talk as much shit as the next guy when it comes to this this kind of folklore and everything. But, bro, I don't want to have anything to do with that shit. Because you don't, don't want to take a chance. Nope. It is real. Nope. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'll look at it from afar. 
you know, give me some some good fucking spy glasses. I'll check it out from 100 yards out, but uh, no, I don't want to touch it. I want to be near it. I want to be in the same room with it. Nope. No thanks. <laughs> it's going to be a hard fucking pass from me, man. Robert the Doll is so frightening that even presidents write to him asking for his blessing and to police not put a hex on their administration. What the fuck? Yeah, so it's believed that if... That's yeah, probably Trump. Uh, if you just take a picture of him, it's said that you start having yeah, yeah all this crazy bad luck. No pictures, bitch. And, and so on that show, when Zach had Robert the Doll on there, they brought some letters that people had sent to him that say on there, like, Please read. I'm urgent. And he read some of these. And there's just legitimate people that have seen him on display and taken a picture. So uh, uh, this place in Key West, I don't know what it's exactly called, uh, but wherever he is. Don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but where he is, you know, if someone's taking pictures, the they, all have, Museum, just they have bad luck. And then they write the letters. And Dude, no. No. Nah. So. Nah, I did not. I didn't know that about the president. So that I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm, I'm good on that shit, dog. Yeah, it's gonna that, be no for me, man. That's be no for me, dog. Again, you're going to the secondhand stores. You're just buying action figures. Dude, and that's and, why I don't buy. That's why I don't buy shit like that, man. I know I've seen that movie too many fucking times, dog. And like again, being slightly fucking of uh, Mama Nature's fucking natural night camo, I can't fucking, no, I can't flirt with that because I'll be the first fucking die. I'll be the first one to die. <laughs> Always, naturally. It's how it happens. Again, I love, we were just talking about it last week. My favorite shit is Halloween. It's scary shit. Like, buddy, nah, nah. Yeah, this, so this, nah, is, this is the starting of the time when this stuff starts, like, really happening because you start having people doing their, mm-hmm. their ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, the pretend weirdos, but then there's the, ser- the serious dudes that like have yeah, they're lamb warlocks, <laughs> lamb skin textbooks. Yeah, they're that- called hardcore Wiccans, man. <clears throat> Those people, fucking, they do not play around. And like, dude, you know, honestly, somebody at one point like took the time to to make that a thing. You know what I mean? And then just how it all fucking again that belief behind be, it. That's what I'm saying, man. You know. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, fuck you, Robert the Doll. It might be easier for people to believe in the idea of manifesting an evil spirit mm-hmm. and have that happen mm-hmm. than it is to have the entirety of people believe in like a higher power and yeah. that show up. You know, that's like uh, what would be a good like the the wattage that would be needed, you know, to mm-hmm. to summon one, God. Twenty one gigawatts. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you might only need like. Three kilowatts to get mm-hmm. demon here, but you're gonna need like it's just like gigawatts. Uh, the fucking the 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 chick Ghostbuster movie. How oh. they had they were on like that convergence point or whatever, and like the dude was just pumping it up with like all this activity, yep. and eventually just basically just hit the button that breaks the barrier between the two worlds. Like, dude, yeah. that's <laughs> oh my god, that's some wild <laughs> fucking shit, dude. And I just you know that's why like you said last week, hey, it's good to keep an open mind. But it's just like, ah, to what extent? <laughs> like, sometimes yeah. I have to, I have to talk shit just because it's a defense mechanism oh, for myself. For sure. <laughs> and <laughs> and that's fuck. if if you're talking to somebody and they don't take that as how how you said that, like that's a defense mechanism, then then that person they don't have an open mind either. Because mm. like, yeah, I talk to you about stuff a lot, and then you you know you jibber jabber about it, mm. and I know like, but deep down, if it was presented to you, I know what's going to happen like yeah. if i was to say garrett come with me 
to let's go do this, you know, ghost hunt or whatever. Mm. I don't know if you're going to enjoy uh, it or not. For real? Will anything happen? <laughs> I don't know. But Dude. You know. Oh, my God. I uh, forget. I think it's going to come out in October. But the convalescence, Keith's band, they spent the night, I think, at a place called Penhurst Asylum. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that place. Dude. That's, like, a, that's a real haunted place. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. spent the night there. And they did I got to like find out like how they did that. DVD kind of thing. They did like a little video for it that's going to be released in, uh, in October. I'm going to have to get some of those. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to get one to watch, and then I get one that's signed. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, I could definitely do that for you. Get hooked up, uh, but yeah, dude. At the end of the day, there is a little bit of me that's always just like, see now, okay, <laughs> even better. You know those dudes, mm-hmm. and they went to a place, and when you said, "I'm like, yeah, I've heard of it," mm-hmm. like, and they're putting something out. You got to watch that. You got to feel like, I know these dudes. They filmed it. They told me their experience. Like, you got to feel like it's... I just got to chill down my spine. There you go. <laughs> got to feel like, Ugh. dude, that's... A, that's it happened to you guys? Tell me what the fuck happened. Dude. I'm actually really... Dude. Really, I would really like to see that because that that's... That's like that six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon, you know? We all know somebody who's... Now you know me. <laughs> yeah. You know, we all know somebody who's a ghost hunter. Right, it's just a matter yeah. of knowing somebody who's actually going to have something. And if they're going to put it out, they had to have gotten something. Oh, yeah. For I sure. I couldn't imagine them being yeah. like... No, it's going to be fucking awesome because they like they did the whole get up and their makeup and everything like that. So they already look like fucking zombies and corpses. So uh, That probably so, makes yeah. it even better. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I think that's going to be super cool. They're doing a lot of cool shit. I'm so glad to be like connected to those guys because, yeah, they're doing some really, really cool stuff. Uh, but, yeah, we're about at that time. We should wrap this up. I know you got some hungry kids waiting, and they keep fucking interrupting, so we can probably wrap this up. Uh, everybody, Facebook.com slash Dippy Milk and Cookies. Go like, share, rate, review, subscribe to wherever you guys get your podcasts. Um, any content, comments, concerns, rude remarks, they can be sent to dippingmilkandcookies at gmail.com or direct messages through Facebook or Instagram. I am at the cookie comma one on Twitter. Michael is at the master milker on Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com slash dippingmilkandcookies. Become a patron. Show some support. It never hurts. Always helps. Mackenzie, Marcus, Amanda, you the true heroes. We love you guys. Uh, what else? The band. Uh, well, actually, this will have come out. This will have come out after the show. So hopefully, we had a great time at Wasco's <laughs> at Lake Nebogammon. Uh I'm sure we. I'm sure we did. Hopefully, uh, Phil figured out how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what else? The website. Make sure you guys are swinging by the website. Dipping milk in cookie. Drop the s. Dipping milk in cookie.com for now. We kind of made an, uh, made an, <laughs> an uh, We uncovered something that will eventually help us out, but. Uh, dippingmilkandcookie.com go swing through the page go hit some links go uh, go put some traffic through there that helps always um, yeah that's it that's all I got that's all I got folks you got anything there buddy no man we're good right on well until next week everybody thank you for listening everybody be good stay safe stay healthy wash your fucking hands and we will catch you guys next week love you buddy love you too man alright later guys introduced by the Oh my god.